2: Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Neyman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Neyman.
3: Good. Bad. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is, I guess this is Super Bowl weekend. No, it's the week before Super Bowl weekend. Yes. I don't even know what day it is. Uh, who am I again? Let's start over now. This is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Welcome to another edition of this great show. I have some special guests for you today. I always try and find some special people for you to talk to and hear, hear from. Today on the air, I have Rex Tibor. Rex Tibor from Tibosaurus Rex, the Sniper 101 channel. Uh, Rex, how you doing?
4: Hey, I'm doing good, Philip. So how about you?
3: We're doing great. I also have Vincenzo Torolini, the Cuban-Italian stallion here from Bullseye Sports. Vince, how you doing? How you doing, Phil? Fine, thanks. Very glad to have you on the show again. Thanks. And to your right, my left, if you're playing along at home here, I have Mike Foley. Mike Foley of Foley Firearms Training. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Very good. So folks, uh, before we get into our our regular show here, I wanted to have Rex come on because we're talking about this program that we're putting on. He has the Precision Rifle Series. It's an excellent way to learn how to master your rifle. We do not get this guy to come to California very often. Why? Because it's California. (laughs) So...
4: Yeah, hey, I love California, Phillip. It's, uh, it's beautiful down there. It's beautiful, Leonard. It? Thanks, folks, too.
3: You know, we have, a, we have a U.S. government shutdown. If we could just get a California government shutdown, this place would
4: be <laughs> awesome. It's been awful peaceful lately, hasn't it?
3: Yeah, there hasn't been too many, too many things hitting the fan. We're, we're about to get it in California. We're going to talk about that late in our, later on our show. But give people a heads up about what you do and why this is an important seminar series to go to.
4: Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we start off with the uh, uh, classroom portion of the training, which is what the seminar is, and that's uh, going through all the details on the internal ballistics of how the rifle works, how to put it together with the different parts being, um, you know, how how everything reverberates, the harmonics of the system, reloading, um, how to properly mount a scope, and uh, there's a lot of details there. If you zoom in uh, real close with the mi- magnifying glass, you'll see that there's infinite levels of detail there. And as you shoot farther and farther, you know, stuff gets smaller and smaller. Um, and uh, you got to get it tightened up as best as you can. So we we go over a lot of that stuff in detail. That's what a lot of guys really enjoy. We've had a lot of really smart engineer guys come out to the seminars to take the class, and some, uh, you know, a lot of gunsmiths and all kinds of professionals from the industry, and just a lot of good folk. And, and they always get a kick out of the discussion. There's so much knowledge to be shared there at the seminar. We have a good time with that. And we also talk about. Uh, the strategy in implementing your ballistic system and, and getting all your tools to agree, there's a lot of different, uh, you know, you got a, lot, a lot of guys will run different apps or different phones, different ways of organizing their data, and we show them how to get it squared away in a way that's uh, very easy to use under time pressure. It's all about getting that shot off in the amount of time you have in real life. So it's kind of a field class, too, as Philip knows. Um, Philip does a lot of the long-range hunting stuff, and in the field you kind of sometimes have to shoot. Like right now, you don't have all day to get your stuff together. And so we go over the strategy there, how to think about things, how to organize those tools, how to get the inputs, why the inputs are important. We talk about, you know, projectile dynamics, uh, external ballistics, of pretty good detail, um, and all kinds of other stuff like that. So, yeah, there's just uh, it's too much to mention probably in your show, but <laughs> that's why it's a two-day class, and we have a lot of fun.
3: That's right. So it's Saturday and Sunday. We're going to be at the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, which is a great facility. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, February 1st and Feb- no, February 2nd and February 3rd. Now, February 3rd, apparently... The Rams are in the Super Bowl this year, so who, oh, yeah. knew, who knew this when we <laughs> set this course up way, way, way back ago? So anyway, we understand the Super Bowl is going to be on Sunday. Um, we're going to start. We're going to
4: make it a Super Bowl extravaganza. Exactly. Though, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, we- we're gonna. Uh, the last part of the class, we usually do a lot of consultation questions and, and answers and stuff like that. People have so many questions and want to sit down and really visit about their particular rifle setup. You know, they what kind of twist or barrel should they have? So our plan that we thought would be really fun is we're going to go, I think it's across the street at Wicks there, right?
3: Yeah, so, absolutely. There's Wicks Brewing. We'll have, we'll have a reserve booth up there.
4: Yep. Yep. So we're going to go out there. We're going to watch the Super Bowl commercials. And whoever wants to come over and visit about the rifle stuff, you know, uh, at the end of the seminar, we're going to be at the Super Bowl deal, so we'll all be able to hang out, have some fellowship, and continue the conversation into the wee hours of the night, and also watch the game <laughs> yeah. at the same time. So it's going to be the RX seminar slash Super Bowl extravaganza. It's going to be awesome.
3: So you can have your Precision Rifle and your Super Bowl, too. This is America. We can uh, do this.
4: Absolutely. And a beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a double whammy. It's a, double, a bonus points.
3: And I understand if it's a micro brew, there's no calories.
4: I wish that was true.
3: Well, that's what they told me. Don't, you know, I I still believe in Santa Claus because that's what they told me. So I'm going to stick with that one also. But that's going to be Saturday and Sunday, February 2nd and 3rd at the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. You get your tickets. You have to get tickets at RexDefense.com. R-E-X-Defense.com. This is a class you're going to, what I like about this, and you talk about this in the seminar, you're taking about 10 years of training off of somebody's learning curve by going through this. And um, you can yeah, get the you, fast
4: forward button big time,
3: right? You can get all the same information by grabbing 10,000 rounds and spending the next two years in the desert shooting at rocks. And then you'll fi- have it all figured it <laughs> out. Or you can, you can do the smart thing. It's almost like a rifle coach, right? Um, people have yeah. business coaches, you have, you know, workout coaches or whatever. Well, Financial they countries. have
4: helicopter training school, so you learn how to fly it before you get in it and try to fly it around. That's always a good idea. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right, and 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 no, one, we have a
4: lot of fun at this seminar for sure. Yeah, right.
3: One of the things that uh, Vince talks about too is you know guys will come in and say I want I want a rifle that shoots a thousand yards, but they don't know what they don't know. Right. And so this is a great way to get that background information before you spend, you know, $100 on a rifle and $100 on a scope.
4: Yeah, the whole point of this seminar is really to save them like five or $10,000 before they even get started in the game so they're not, you know, spending in the wrong areas or maybe getting something they think in their mind will for a certain application when they will change their mind later. So we uh, go straight to the punch and uh, we expedite the process and, and save them a huge amount of uh, uh, money and, just in terms of equipment selection alone. And so. time. We have a little bell we ring as we're going through the seminar. Every time they save $500 or more by something we save, they ring the bell. So
3: it's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> it, so, folks, if you take the seminar, you can actually make money is what I'm hearing. <laughs>
4: Absolutely.
3: <laughs> hey, Rex, I want to thank you for your time. It, it's important that guys get this kind of training, especially here in California, because, you know, with our current climate in Sacramento or Excremento, as it is more correctly called. At, <laughs> with our current cli- in, in climate in excremento, who knows what kind of laws they're going to be bringing. They are throwing everything up there right now. Yeah. And it may be that semi-autos are, are, you know, temporarily banned or whatever. Or, or anyway, bad things That's are going to come. for the
4: 2020 NERF ban, right?
3: Well, no, you can't say NERF. That's the N-word. So oh. we, we can't even talk <laughs> about that. So, yeah, everything is that crazy here in California. And you're going to need to be able to operate your basic rifle. That's an important thing. Uh, Patriot Defense, you're looking at your bolt-action rifle should be a, should be in everybody's closet or safe. Or armory. Wherever. Yep, armory, absolutely. Yeah. Armory. No, we don't use it in an armory. It might be in your collection. It's not an armory. It's a collection. <laughs>
5: yeah, that's right. You can't use that word. Anything that is uh, considered a military it's a no-no.
3: Exactly.
4: Oh, man. I got to bring you guys up here where I'm at. It's fun up here. You'd have fun.
3: Our heads would explode. We couldn't take that much freedom You'd probably never time. make it back home. It, it's like opening <laughs> the doors on a jet at 40,000 feet. We would decompress into a puddle. This wouldn't be good.
4: Oh, man,
3: I love you guys. Hey, hey so check that out, folks. Uh, February 2nd and 3rd, RexDefense.com. RexDefense.com. Get your tickets. We'll see you there. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of great information, and it's going to save you so much frustration and time in the long run. You're going to be glad to go there. Rex, thank you for what you do, my friend. Yeah, I look forward
4: to hanging out with you guys at the Super Bowl, too, so that'll be fun, or the Super Bowl party afterwards.
3: Uh, what, what's your Catch team? You then, man. What's your team?
4: Oh, I'm going for the whatever team uh, is the Los Angeles team.
3: you know my favorite thing about football i've said this before is is after church on sunday i'll go to the west end gun club Uh, all fall i have the entire place to myself everybody's home watching football and i haven't in my entire private range i absolutely love that (laughs) so if football ran all year long that would even be better for me anyway folks uh philip name firing line radio show check him out rexdefense.com that's rex tibor hey buddy we'll see you in a few weeks
4: Yep. All right, man. You right. guys
3: take care. Folks, joining me back here, I have Mike Foley. Mike Foley from Foley Firearm Training. Now, uh, you hear every single week, a matter of fact, in about five minutes, you're going to hear it again, uh, hear us talk about getting training over at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo, that once you get your first firearm, it's extremely important that you understand how to use it. Just like we were talking with Rex about long-range shooting. Just because you got a 6.5 Creedmoor doesn't mean you can shoot 2,000 yards. There's a lot of things into it. And training is important. Just because you get your first Glock uh, doesn't mean you know how to shoot defensively. So it's important that we do this. And Mike's going to talk about that. Uh, Vince, you have a very big input on this. I mean, you always are talking about getting training.
5: Yes. My number one uh, thing that I try to uh, insist on, on customers is, you know, just you just don't buy a bicycle and, and throw it in the closet and someday get on it and hopefully you can ride it. Uh, you have to train yourself on it. So same thing with a firearm, especially with a firearm. Bicycle, worst case scenario, you fall off and uh, scratch your knee or your elbow. In a gun, you can put a hole in yourself with that you don't need. So it's best that you properly get trained by an instructor.
3: Very good. Folks, Philip Damon, Firing Line
5: Radio Show. We'll be right back after this.
6: A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport
5: Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed
6: to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951 823 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport
5: Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 823
6: Pull!
2: This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets.
3: All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this?
5: This is my boomstick!
3: That's right, folks, it's Boomstick Radio, and you know every week on the Firing Line Radio Show our conversation's going to revolve around firearms, hunting, gun rights, every good thing afforded to all Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Now, our faithful companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been Firing Line Radio Show's longtime sponsor, Vincenzo Torellini, from Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. He's right here on camera, folks. Wave to everybody. If you're not armed for <laughs> protection or recreation, then Bullseye Sport is where you need to go. And for small arms, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, and much more, you know, after you purchase that firearm, get this. Vince and Philip, that's me, highly recommend you attend a certified firearm safety and training course, that's Mike Foley now one that's going to teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitudes essential to the safe and efficient use of your firearm so for more information, listen to the rest of this show, about the certified firearm courses call Bullseye Sport in Riverside, 951 823 visit the website, bullseyesport.com for a schedule of classes, because at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo, they believe in safety first, 951-823-0211 also on the AM590 app. Vince, yes, welcome sir. back to the show, buddy. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for having me again. Uh, glad to have you. You know, we're, we're going to get uh, maybe the last section here. We'll talk about what California is trying to do. But I want to bring some, uh, it gets depressing sometimes. <laughs> it <laughs> but, is. But I want to bring some some good ideas, safety, training, the need for it, and and uh, practical things. Equipment selection can be so important. It is. Um Tell me a little bit about why you're involved with with the firearm safety training.
5: Well, uh, we've always offered at the at the store the, the training. Um now we're we're pushing it more. Uh we got more and more of uh, mainly females that come to the store and they bought a gun, you know, six months ago a year ago. And we're still
3: we're still actually allowed to use specific pronouns on my show. They've not <laughs> they've not been outlawed. Yeah. And
5: um well, because female they understand it. They understand that this is not something that they do every day, and some of them do. But and so they want to get trained by a professional. They don't want their husband or their son or anybody because they have
3: a, they have a correct respect. They do for for this. Yeah, you know and they understand I, it. Yeah, I agree. A, a lot
5: of men just buy a gun and go. I'm a man. I know how to shoot the gun. Well, maybe you do. It's that hard to pull the trigger. It's Just there's other things that you have to also learn, and that's why we offer the, the training by. uh I like to use the word "certified" because he's not certifiable, but uh, by a, a well-trained uh, individual uh, and Mike Foley here, it's uh, one of the best uh, you can get in getting uh, basic firearm training.
7: Yeah, that's so nice of you to say that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think I think you have to pay him now. Yeah. A little, a little money going across the table here.
7: Yeah, free lunch. And
3: then we do the we do the um,
5: um, we do the uh, the basic training. Um, Mainly, that's the, our number one goal is for, for the first-time okay, so uh, owners l- that they want l- to... Let wanna-
3: me back you up here a step. So I come in. I've never purchased a firearm before. Right. And I say, help me out. So you show me... I, I don't know. I pick a Glock 19. Right. Right? So I pick this Glock 19. At the store, one of the regulations is that I have to be shown how to use it. Yes. Right? That is not training, folks. No. That is, this is the, you know, your booger picker goes here and hits the bang switch. And this is, this <laughs> button knocks out the bullets. Right. And you push this button to put the bullets back in. So that is your basic, it's like when you buy a new car. Right. And the guy's showing you how to work the radio. Exactly. You know you forget it. You're mm-hmm. driving down the road, you can't figure out what the guy just did, right? So that is not training. That is an introduction to what your purchase is. Right.
5: Pretty much you got you got to ride on the spot. That is an introduction of what you just bought. Where's the trigger, which way the bullet comes out, all that kind of stuff. This now is the you got to get a yeah.
3: This is the pointy end. Pointy end goes away from you. Right? Yeah,
5: never stare at the barrel. And so then you get, and then, I'm sorry, I, I know I mentioned the women, but no, there's a lot of men also who also want to get trained. Uh, okay. so, and some of them are smart, and others go, look, I've, I've had a gun for 30 years. But that doesn't mean I've been doing everything correctly. So I want to get trained That's now wise, yeah. to
3: make sure to. Well, we're not in a we're not in a gun culture here in Southern California. Okay, we're not. Most of the the young men grew up on their gun culture was playing Call of Duty. Right, right. So as opposed to getting out and and actually using firearms. So there's a lot of people out there who don't have a background in it. You know, maybe if you grew up in the ba- somewhere in the country and you got shot on the weekends, you had that in your heritage and. you're foundation but most people who are purchasing of their first firearm have no background in this so it is only an intelligent move to seek out proper instructions so you don't hurt yourself
5: and it's up to us uh in this industry to make to make certain that people are safe with their firearm uh people can go online and read all they want that's fine uh, but you have to go and be trained by a professional to understand the basic of the firearm and get trained correctly.
3: You have to do the motor, the motor skills.
5: Right. It only takes one day. It only takes one day to learn all the basic about the firearm, how to hold a gun, trigger, and everything else. Of course, after that, it just comes Your to practice. you. Pr- yeah, going more. and again, just because you took that lesson on one day, that doesn't mean you can put the gun away and six months, uh, six years later, you are a pro. You got to go back and continuous. Train. We all do. We
3: to train, and you never get enough training. So let me tell you about my first training. I went out with the guys from Falcon Ops, um, Anson Beck, and Charles. And this was I don't know seven or eight years ago when I first first met these guys. And I had what gun was I using? I don't know. I had a Cordura holster, okay. <laughs> and I brought that out because I didn't want to have to get a holster for every single gun I own. So why not get a standard holster? Right. You could throw anything you want in there, right? and it had a uh, Cordura thumb snap over the top. And Anson looked at me, and he goes, you know, what the H is that? I said, what's a holster? He goes, that's not a holster. (laughs) That's a sock. And uh, he he pointed out to me, he says, this is going to get you in trouble. And on a Cordura holster, you have this loose thumb snap that goes over the top. He says, oftentimes when you're reholstering, this will get hit by the trigger guard, pushed down, and then it catches on the trigger as you're sliding it in. And like and as he was saying that, he grabbed his knife, pulled it up, and cut it off of my holster, and said, "Now <laughs> you're fixed right so but but again, having not shot combat before or defensive shooting, I had no background with that and and so equi- equipment selection, something like that can cause a major issue in in a training scenario,
5: definitely, and that's uh you know foley always insist on uh,
7: we we see um a lot of mistakes made in the purchasing of either the firearm or the holster Mm -hmm. uh, before they come out. But uh, people are getting smarter now. I think Um, I do a lot of training uh, where folks are trying to find out what they should buy. And so they're training before they buy, which is really the right way to do it. Yeah. Uh, too many times I see them come out with a firearm that they want to learn how to use, and it's just the
3: a thirty eight Smith. Exactly yeah. Yeah. right.
7: Uh, one and eight one point eight inch barrel, and not the right thing for them. So. Um,
3: It'll take plus P loads.
7: Yeah. <laughs> which hurt even more. Thank you very much. The
5: only advantage yeah. that we have in California, or disadvantage in this case, would be an, uh, technically some kind of advantage. There's only so many guns you can buy in California. New, yeah. yeah. New, you know, uh, use you can, you know, whatever. But new guns over the counter, is very limited, which is unfortunately, unfortunate thing because there are guns out there.
3: And it's getting more limited every yes. day. Yes,
5: and there are some people out there that cannot function, none of them. So, you know, pepper spray is the best it can do because they can't. <laughs> we have a lot of a lot of people that have arthritis. So a lot yes. of those guns cannot right. be used by any of those people. And you try to fix them. Try this, try that, try racking it, and they can. Pulling the trigger is not really that hard. But all the other stuff you need, opening the cylinder to put the bullets in there, racking the gun. Yep. So there are That's other an- guns out there that are friendly to those people, but we can't sell them in California. Right.
3: You know, and... Um, So that exact situation, I I do some teaching on the side for people. And typically, like, I'll donate a class to a charity. And the people who buy them are usually, they're older ladies. Mm -hmm. Okay? And I've run into that where they have arthritis hands. Or they can't lift a four-inch revolver straight in front of them because their shoulder strength hurts. It just, they have physical limitations. Now, state of California, we have the right to self-defense. So you tell me how these ladies can defend themselves (laughs) if they can't use a firearm, Right. right? So anyway, um... So, yeah, modifying things and, and even maybe having them step down to a smaller firearm. If they could shoot like a Walther P-22. Yes. And if they can shoot 10 rounds in two seconds, yes. you know what? That's going to do it.
5: That And that's what I do a lot of times. Uh, well, my husband said the bigger the bullet. No, you're right. You know, the bigger the bullet is going to be better, of course. But if you, it doesn't do you no good if you can't pull the trigger. So I no, can't watch the gun, yeah. Right. And a twenty two, like you're saying, the faster you can pull the trigger, that's 10 little bullets going at you. And... You know, twenty-two sounds small, but in a hallway in your dark house at
3: night, and that sounds like a cannon. And ten shots in the groin always
5: works. (laughs)
3: That's it. We're we're, we're assuming they have plates on. We're just going to go for the for the groin shot. That's it. Yes. And uh, they say, "Why did you shoot them ten times in a groin?" Because we have magazine capacity limits in California. That's why. Right. It would have been fifteen, but we couldn't do that.
5: And even a even a shotgun you know it's a home you know home defense well a shotgun well shotgun is a heavy gun it's you know not everybody can not everybody you know what? can, you know you
3: know what is is something that they can operate it's an ar15 <laughs> five and a half pound gun no recoil mm-hmm. light trigger pull point it and go you know seriously that is that is a, a great weapon for somebody great like defense that. Weapon. yeah folks philip naman firing line radio show check us out at firingline com. get the podcast we'll be right back after this
2: the answer
1: this portion of the firing line is brought to you
2: by ccw safe
1: spartans lay down your weapons come and get them
3: hey folks it's Mulan labe saturday as it always should be philip neyman firing line radio show check us out at firinglineradio.com get the podcast on our facebook page go to the little Visit group button. Join the group. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out yet, Facebook is not a second amendment friendly institution. So they modify whatever we put up, meaning they don't send it out to everybody who's liked the page. Unless you have unless you have liked our group, you're not gonna see everything we post. And that's important. Also inside the group, there's some great commentators in there, guys who are bringing stuff in, and so it's a it's a good place to be, and it is free. <laughs> so join the group, be involved in that. Uh, we got our numbers up. We have some giveaways we're doing. We've got a SKB case. I'm still holding on to man AR15 SKB case. It's gorgeous. So we get over a thousand members on the group. I'll I'll will raffle that off in some some fashion that won't get me in trouble. Um, and and here's the way it works. If you're in the contest and you lose, just don't complain about it or you'll never win anything. That's the way it works. Right. <laughs> Whoever wins, wins. You mean not everybody wins? Not everybody wins. Not everybody's a winner. And that's what you get. It's all free, so not everybody wins. So, hey, move on. We're, we're talking um, moving on about different things. One of the things I want to talk about today, though, is, is training and the need for it. You just heard us talking about precision long-range training. But it's extremely important for a newer person in firearms or, or check this out, guys, like myself, somebody who'd shot for 30 years but never had proper instruction. So, you know, let me tell you about, again, my first course I ever went and and shot with these guys, number one, he chops up my holster. Number two, he says, what the heck are you doing as I'm holding the firearm? I'm, you know, I'm uh, 55 years old, so when you learn to fire your firearm, you are pretty much weaver stance, Right. And no, no, that's all different. You hold your firearm like this. You grip the gun like this. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? Thumbs forward, what? You're right. (laughs) So all these new things that happened and much better control on the firearm was a result. So there's a lot of things that go on there. Um, You think that you've been shooting for years, but you know what? It's a really good idea to find a competent person who can help take you to that next level. Mm
7: -hmm. Yeah, and um, we are uh, finding that people really want to fine-tune their skills nowadays too. And shooting is a perishable skill. If you don't get out there and do it all the time, um, you are not as good as you think you are. (laughs) And uh, muscle memory is a big thing. You're not even as good as you used to be. As you used to be, definitely. Uh, Muscle memory is a big thing, so repetition and doing it a lot is what builds that. And um, we want you to be confident with the firearm you pick. And we want you to be able to uh, use it accurately, and we want you to be able to uh, feel uh, confident when you have to go to that firearm if you are defending yourself in your home or on the street or wherever it is
3: that you do that. So you're saying like you're you're upstairs sleeping with your wife, and all of a sudden you hear this. Ksh- last break you're saying like all right <laughs>
8: <No>.
3: <laughs> let me no. try my training let me see if it works
7: um, <clears throat> something you never want to have to do it's no. horrific it will change your life yes. forever even Without defending
3: your life and being 100 percent correct in a shooting it will still change your life forever we're just teasing about that. but you know yeah. what it, it, it is true i to say all right than oh crap <laughs> yeah.
5: you know in today's society you've seen it how things are getting worse every day uh, so you do have to have that training. Um, break-ins happen all the time. Uh, carjacking happens all the time and so on and so forth.
3: So it's not like we're slowing down. No. And the worst thing about the break-ins, the home invasions, Right, they're coming in groups. Yes. Right. yes it's true. not the one tweaker. It's no. four. Yes. You know, and now California has a a magazine restrictions, right? Mm -hmm. Well, your revolver always had some kind of restriction, but now you're down to 10 and there's four guys.
7: Right. Right. And I'm pretty sure they're not worried about the law
3: and Uh, how many
7: uh, rounds they can carry in their magazine.
3: No, because they're felons and they should be, well, they should be at the bottom of a wood chipping pile anyway. There you go. But um, yeah, so no, they don't play by the rules. If you're a homeowner, if you have 15 rounds in your Glock 19 and you get into a firefight with these guys, your life is going to be materially changed. They're going to come after you for a stupid magazine infraction. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though it saved your life.
5: Right. They're going to say that you have a 15-round magazine because you want more firepower because you want to make sure you... Because
3: you put breadcrumbs bread of golden nuggets to lure them into your house. Yeah, right. Exactly. And it's just, that's the litigious society. And frankly, at this point in my life, I've had enough of lawyers. I don't want to see another one. But um, this is a litigious society. And and you have to make sure that you're covered. You have to have your training. And this goes back to it. Okay, they're going to, they're gonna, say, you have a self-defense incident. They're going to try and interview you immediately. And, you know, Scott Cam- or Stan Campbell from CCW Safe... Yes. You know, you need to have a program like that to protect yourselves. Right. And they tell you right off the bat, don't say anything. We know Mm -hmm. we're good people. We want to help the police officers. That police officer is not your friend. Nope. And so just tell them, look, I I would love to tell you more. I can't because my lawyer would kill me. Because give me a day. Well, I'll come into the office later. You know, that's it. I I can't say any more because you will accidentally say things that they will hang you on. Right. Nobody else lived through that situation. You just did. And they're going to take you with 10 tons of adrenaline pumping through your system. Never had to fire your firearm or defensive use before. And they're going to try and hang you on every word that might fall out of your face.
7: Right. Exactly. And that's why you need the training too. be, you know, all that adrenaline flowing. Uh, you just woke up possibly. Yeah. How groggy are you? Have you ever tried that? Have you ever trained to, uh, you know, have the alarm go off and, and, uh, then try to even find your firearm. Where is it? How have you stored it? Do you have to load it? I, I did. It I actually,
3: my alarm went off. I grabbed my gun and shot my alarm. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: maybe that, a little. That extreme. actually that actually happened to me. One thirty in the morning. You know, I have my alarm in the house. Says what door and what opens up, and it says garage door open. And it was at one thirty in the morning, and I heard that. And luckily, I have two dogs. So my dogs started barking and my dogs have already heard enough time that they know where to go. So my uh shepherd went straight to the door out of the garage and I literally cuz I grabbed my firearm, my flashlight, but I was going like, "Oh my god, is this somebody in my house? My wife right. is there." Right. Uh my 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 uh kids were at home also in their bedroom. My son already knows about it. He also got up. And I go, oh, it's in the garage, whatever. we, op- I opened the garage and it was, they had left the side door open in the wind. Right. Opened it up, but at that time. That's the best alarm to have. Yes, and you know, my garage light was off. So I was going into a very dark room. I told my dog, sorry dog, but you're going first. I opened the door and <laughs> she ran in there and she just stood there like, all right, turn on the light, nothing. Then I saw the door. And it took me a while to go back to sleep. I was like, you know, it's like, I oh am. my god, what about this? Would have been real? What would have happened? Now I leave my light on in the <laughs> on the, sleep your in, the on? In, in the, the garage? garage door open all the time, and I have a light that goes on. So I'm, mean, you know, I'm okay with that. But still, you're right. If you ever do that, it's a, it's a scary situation um, mentally. You you freeze for a second. What do I do? You know, you're, everything's going through your head, and that. And I've done some training, so imagine for the first time somebody, right. You know,
7: and it, not all trainings about self defense either. No. You know, if you're going to own a firearm, yes. you want to know how to manipulate, how to use that firearm for safety reasons, not just right. being able to hit your target. Um, accidental discharges are a bad thing, and, uh, <laughs> yes, and if you've ever had one, you really know that. So um and, uh, you know it,
3: what if you shoot long enough you're going to do it.
7: Yeah. It, it's it's not when but yeah. uh, or it's not if but when. It, yeah, it, we're not perfect.
3: And that's one of the things, you know, the safety rules, right? Like when I'm teaching I'll, I'll say, "Look, you know, these are the safety rules and the sad thing is you can get away with breaking one. But if you break two, something bad happens. Somebody's getting hurt." Yeah, or the possibilities go up substantially, you know. Hey, you had your finger on the trigger when you shouldn't have, but the gun was on the target and it went off, right. that's different, right? As opposed to you were breaking the 180 with your finger on the trigger and pointing at your friend. Okay, you know, <laughs> this is not going to be a good day. Right. So it's important that people understand these rules and why they exist. Right. And that's part of your training also. Absolutely. Um, so the, we're going to come back for one more segment, talk about what we're up against here in California. Uh, what else would you say about, you know, give you the last minute here, tell them why Foley?
7: Well... We really specialize in um, beginners and uh, uh, basic training. Uh, we do take people to the intermediate level, and, and then I have partners that
1: um,
3: more high I, speed after that. Yeah,
7: more high speed exactly. Uh, one gentleman that works in our store as well, or works uh, trains with me sometimes. Uh, we don't we don't work for each other. We work with each other. Right. Uh, Mike Ortiz of American Firearms Training and Consulting. Yeah, know, Mike. Yep, and uh, he is more of a high-speed guy. I mean, he's, he's lived it, uh, both through uh, military experience and law enforcement experience. So I train with him. Um, we train together. When we get instructors together, we train, and uh, we always practice the safety rules uh, and just try to build that muscle memory and remind ourselves how serious the situation is when you put a firearm in your hand. Very good.
3: Folks, check them out. Uh, What's your website,
7: Mike? FoleyFirearmsTraining.com.
8: F-O-L-E-Y, FirearmTraining.com. And we'll be right back on the last segment after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit CCWSAFE.com today.
2: AM 590, the answer. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics.
1: Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here?
3: Hey folks, I hope you're being slightly entertained here. This is Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out at firinglineradio.com. Get the podcasts. Uh, We have a YouTube channel, too. Uh, We're going to put some of these podcasts up on that. It's strangely enough, we named it Firing Line Radio Show. (laughs) So maybe you can help find that out there. And on Instagram. So we do try and get around a little bit here. Folks, uh, joining me, I have Mike Foley and I have Vincenzo Torolini, owner of Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo. Actually, you work for the owner, Lilia. Yeah, (laughs)
7: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Much more accurate.
3: <laughs> so he he's the number one employee of Lily's uh, uh Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo Emporium. Um we talked all about training and obviously we need the there is a huge need for people who are in the firearm community to get trained, especially the newbies, and it's not a bad idea for somebody who's been around to get some training as well. But we're gonna take a slight break from that and tell you what our future looks like in the People's Republic of Occupied Calizuela.
5: <laughs> yeah, you know what? We always know what the future is going to bring in California. Nothing good in this industry. <laughs> we always have fun with something to look forward to when we wake up next year or throughout the year, in that matter. I want to bring up something real quick here. I want to talk about the ammunition, how that's going to affect people come July the 1st.
3: Now, folks, we've talked about this every single weekend. Why? Because it's coming July 1st. That's right. You need to understand this.
5: But along with that, uh, we get uh, information bulletin from DOJ. It comes up in our when we register guns, you can print out things. And one of the new laws that came into effect, AB 1872, which doesn't affect none of us, but it's called firearm unsafe handguns. So our Politicians here in California, they added Harbor Police and other uh, entities to purchase unsafe handguns. In other words, they're telling law enforcement that the guns that they carry are considered
3: unsafe. And they're unsafe because the manufacturers failed to give a $10,000 bribe to the California (laughs) government (laughs) to qualify each each barrel length and each color scheme of their firearms for sale in California.
5: So, I just brought that out to tell you how idiotic these people are over there that they're calling unsafe firearm in the the, the guns that are law enforcement can use unsafe yes yeah.
3: and, and and the roster itself went down by what sixty pages
5: yeah it's, it's every every year we get uh, we, we've lost since day since day one when this uh, uh law went into effect the uh, the roster from there to now we've lost over four hundred guns in, in, in the in the span of Whatever was it when they started in '04? I forgot really when it started. We've lost that many guns off the roster so far, so far, so
3: far. Yeah, and and we don't get any improvements like a Glock is on fifth generation. Yes, California, we're no. stuck with Glocks right. only made in Austria, and only Glock threes. And you know what? Generation
5: and I, and I have a beef with with the gun manufacturers because uh, they don't come out and say, "Who made you an expert in calling my Glock?" gen 5 or my smith and watson mmp or whatever unsafe firearm what is your knowledge that you know that my guns are unsafe it's like cars they make them better they make them to last longer handguns are the same anything that you computer cell phone are you trying to tell me that the gun industry is the only industry that doesn't do that so there's safer guns out there for the people that we want, so it doesn't make sense.
7: Well, the Gen Five Glock's a perfect example because one of the challenges I have as a trainer is working with left-handed shooters, and a Glock is is finally an ambidextrous firearm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in no, actuality, that one is that one yeah. is right. the Gen Five. So um, that's actually a safer a safer option for people to take if they want to carry or use a pistol. And, the, and you can't buy them in California. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. So, well, here we go. So, here we have the
5: legislator SB 1235, okay? You can look it up. It's open. You can read it up. It's called the Safety for All Act. We voted on that on twenty sixteen election. Everybody voted in California. I didn't, of course, and we know all that. But we live here, so we're considered part of the, leg- the voting. So it's a it's uh regulating your purchase of ammunition uh there is no card to buy any of that stuff uh you have to be enter into a system they got so many names uh uh it's gonna call basic ammunition eligibility check one time ammunition transaction standard ammunition eligibility check it's gonna cost you a dollar. And it's all done through the same system that we use to register firearms. So you come to my store, and that's what my understanding is. You can go on there and read it up on it. You come to my store. You want to buy ammo. We enter your information into a system that asks for your name, address, driver's license number, phone, everything about you personally. A dollar. A dollar per transaction. A dollar per transaction. You can buy as many ammo as you want with that one dollar transaction. So there you go. It takes about two minutes according to DOJ. We haven't done it yet, but it takes
3: two minutes maximum. They don't even have the system built yet. No. So let let me throw this out here. I bought, theoretically, in 2010, I bought a Rossi Model 92 357 rifle. Right. right so that was before the california doj started registering all the long gun purchases right now uh, let's just say i only have a glock 19 that i bought in, in california through the california doj so when they pull this up they're going to say why is he buying 357 ammunition right. when he only has a 9mm my sale is then rejected why no no
5: no they they kind of it doesn't matter what firearm you you own or caliber you can buy any ammo for any caliber as long as you have a firearm registered to you you have the,
7: to be in the afs system yes you correct. have to
5: enter yes. so we have to enter your information for the first time when you come in to buy a uh, ammo you have to enter your information in the system then they'll do a check to make sure that you own a firearm there's a lot of people that right, own so a firearm, so me, like me, you were saying. Let me that back this not, up. Then let's
3: mm-hmm. say I don't have a, I never bought a Glock 19. I only have this model 92 Rossi from right. 10 years ago. Right. And I go in there, and they say, "What? I have to now register, re-register this firearm to me,
5: or any firearm? If you don't have a firearm ratio to I you,
3: it, I bought it in California. I did the 4473, yeah. right? But they don't have a record of that. So now they're no. going to say what? I have to register this firearm, right? They're going to say, "You're going to sorry, you you'll that get already rejected bought, that I already bought legally." Exactly, You'll be rejected. rejected, right? Because the firearm that I bought legally in this state, yes, they didn't have a record of
5: no, which is registered to you legally because you exactly. bought it in a store, exactly, but it wasn't dosed, so they don't know that information. It's, it would have been drosed. Well, they don't know. You're, you are Drossed. Maybe that will work. I have no idea. You were Drossed that you purchased a long gun. They have no idea what caliber it is. Because when you were registered yeah. to buy a long gun or a shotgun, it was only long gun. They don't identify what it was. So
3: maybe, again, See, these, these are, are things we don't know. know. Yeah. And, and if you think it's going to come down on the side of us, the Patriots, never. never. Not never. in this state.
5: And uh, now, if you never own a firearm and you want to purchase a firearm, at that time, you can also buy the ammo. They let you do that at the same time because now you're going through the same check. Uh, that doesn't mean you take the ammo home. That means you've been approved. If you want to take the ammo home, you got to pay a dollar extra. If you want to do it with a <laughs> with a purchase, which is a, the $25 registration, it's included in there. So here's the good thing. Oh, wait a minute. I'm waiting. No good thing. Yeah, I'm waiting. So now you want to buy ammo. You have a gun register, and you did everything legally. We run your your name through the thing. Boom, you got rejected. For whatever reason, you get rejected. Now I have to go into the system and give you an ATN, which is a, uh ammunition tra- transaction number. It's going to cost you $19 to do a complete background check, like buying a firearm, to find out why you were rejected. Now you come back, so we give you that number, and you go in the computer and you check every day, every other day, whatever, to find out, okay, you're good to go. Now you come back to my store. You With that $19, you got 30 days of expiration to buy ammo. Day 31,
3: you have to come back again and start all over again. So now, let's just say somebody says, "Well, I don't care. I'll just have my my wife buy it for me." What happens then?
5: <laughs> she has to have a gun registered to herself. Another thing, you, you know, and uh, you know, not all the time, but most of the time, men are the one are doing the the job. They're working, so they'll send their wives to buy ammo because they want to go shooting or they want to go hunting and they don't want to have the time. Well, now they can't do that unless that particular person owns a firearm. It's unbelievable. So,
3: how do they get more information here, Vince?
5: Well, you can uh, I'll be posting all these things on my website. I'm going to also do it through, you know, the Facebook and all the other stuff. But folks, all you have to do is go and Google um SB 1235, and have fun reading it. It's about <laughs> nine, ten pages long. Some this, of them
3: is repetitive stuff. This but. is what we get for allowing those people to vote, huh? Yes. And not showing up in mass and shutting this down. <laughs> Folks, Philip Naman, Firing Line Radio Show. I want to thank my special guests, Mike Foley, Vincenzo Torolini, Rex Tibor. We'll see you all, all next Saturday. You have a great weekend. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk.
2: The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics.
0: Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's